And welcome back to the ebook revolution podcast. Here we are on episode 25 and uh, got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, once again, we're back in Ubud at the Ubud Readers and Writers Festival and we'll be talking to Kim Scott, but a bit more about him later. How are you? How are you, dear listener? How is your writing going for 2019? Have you got yourself organised? I hope you have. I certainly have. I've um, rethunk how I set my goals and my writing plans throughout the year and um, happily I seem to be on track. I hope you're on track. But I've just gone old school. Um, Got a big old uh, year planner, put it on the wall, set some of my writing goals, which uh, include finishing uh, a book of fiction that I've been working on for a few years, my current work in progress. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in future podcasts. I don't want, I don't want to jinx it. And a, a couple of um, non-fiction books as well. And what I'm working on at the moment, um, I hope you may find useful. Are you working on your writer's platform if you thought about a writer's platform, you really should, you know, and um, I'm putting a book together called How to Build Your Writer's Platform Without Spending a Cent. Now, a lot of writers are put off about putting a platform together because of the cost. Well, it's quite possible to get yourself, get yourself started without spending any money at all, and this is what um, this book is all about. It'll be released in March and it'll be up for sale on uh, Amazon, of course. But, dear listener, I want to give you a free copy. If you're considering putting a writing platform together, get this book and you can simply get your free copy from visiting madhousemedia.com.au slash platform pop your name and email address into the form there and you'll be on the pre-release list and I will give you a free copy of the book. That's right, there is such thing as a free lunch or at least a free book and um, I want to give it to you. So if you're thinking of building a writer's platform or you're wondering what this is all about, then pop on to madhousemedia.com.au slash platform and register to get your free copy of my uh, new non-fiction, non-fiction book, How to Build Your Writer's Platform Without Spending a Cent. So, welcome back. As I said, we're going back to Ubud and um, the Ubud Writers Festival in Bali. If you've listened to the last uh, couple of podcasts, I've been slowly drip-feeding these out. Back in October, I was very fortunate to be invited along to the Ubud Writers and Readers Festival, where I got to sit down and talk to some incredible authors um, about the, their their writing secrets. And uh, today's episode is um, Kim Scott, author of uh, Taboo, which we'll talk a bit more about in a moment. But Kim Scott grew up on the south coast of Western Australia. He's a descendant of those who first created human society along the edge of the ocean and is proud to be one among those who call themselves Noongar. He began writing for publication when he became a teacher of English and has had poetry and short stories published in a number of anthologies. 
His book, That Dead Man Dance, has won several awards, including the 2011 Miles Franklin Award and the 2011 Commonwealth Writers' Prize for Fiction. Kim lives in Coolabella, Western Australia, and is currently employed at the Curtin Health Innovation Research Institute. And I had the very great pleasure to speak to him at the uh, Ubers, <laughs> not Uber, the Ubered Writers and Readers Festival back in October. Kim spoke about the naivety of people who want to be writers that don't read and this gave me pause to think because I come across this many times myself Um, and I can never understand it if you want to become a writer and write that that's one thing but to be want to become a writer and not read is just astounding to me it's it's um, like wanting to be a a jazz musician and not listening to Miles Davis or any of the jazz greats, like wanting to become a blues musician and not listening to blues. I mean, if you want to be a writer, you you must read and you must read in the genre that you've chosen to write in to get an idea of its inflections and rhythms. So I asked him what were the books that inspired him to write? What were the books he read? Let's listen to what he had to say. Ah, the books that inspired me to write. Uh, I don't know. I sometimes, responding to that question, I sometimes talk about the first novel I ever read. Um, You may have heard me say this before. I don't know, Tom Sawyer, which my father's father had sent to me. My grandfather, from whom my father was estranged, sent me a note when I was seven years old, sent me a book inscribed... To dear Kim, with love from Grandad Scott, I started the book. Tom, where is that boy? Tom, nothing. Tom, so on and so on. My father's name was Tom. So I thought at the time that it was a book about him, my father, and I was going to get some special insights. So I read the whole book, even though I wasn't able to read adequately. So that probably was an inspiration in the insights that could be gained, the sense of complicity, the uh, special uh, perspective you got on things. That was probably a large part of it. Um, uh, What else? Dickens, I studied literature, so Great Expectations was an important book to me. Very language-based, you know, just the way it starts, pip, 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 and he has a nightmare at one stage where he's got sentences floating around. A lot about language, very... So I think that was an important one. But probably they vary from time to time. And there's a strange book called The Accidental Tourist by Ann Tyler mm, yeah. that I've read many times. I'm often perplexed why. It's its playfulness. Lolita is a book that I love for its language awareness and play. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Gilbert's couple of books he's got because a white man would never tell you and I think being Aboriginal I haven't read them for a couple of decades they were influential in opening up a space um, possibility of filling this big space with words uh, attempting to articulate things and he was so uh, impassioned and and articulate articulating stuff that I hadn't previously seen written down 
Uh, so I think that was a very important book. But as I say, Midnight's Children was another one early on in my writing career. The, the energy there. Some Peter Carey's early stuff because of the energy. I could go on. Tim, I'm interested in your path as a storyteller. How did you begin your journey from teacher to acclaimed author? Oh, like I said a moment ago, it was, um, it was because I was a teacher and I felt a little fraudulent and it would be best. I, I'm sort of, maybe I, I think uh, master-apprentice roles are important in learning things and a sense of you know how to do something and then you pass that on in various ways. So I wanted to work out how it all happened, how you did it. So that was important in me being serious about it. And then I realised how you spend time alone with words and you start delving into things that are important to you deep. That interests me. When, when was that? When was it a moment when you can define when you no, first started getting serious about being a writer? I started with poetry. And that was in the mid-twenties or something, mid to late-twenties, early days of teaching. Um, taking it serious enough that you mark out time each day to write. Uh, and, yeah, and, you, and getting lost in writing. A little like what I like about reading, immersing this. That ceremony of innocence, I think W.B. Yeats or Yeats called it. So your poetry... Is very important to you as well. You've had a few anthologies. I've had in poems in anthologies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how important, importantly, does that inform your prose and your? Oh, I think a fair bit. I mean, I um, <laughs> depend. I don't. Some passages, like what I just read a while ago, I scan. You know, work out where the rhythms are and write it according to that. Um, I care about assonance and so on. Um, I care about rhythm quite a lot in my prose. I care about juxtaposition. I care about uh, space around text as much as you can and still work with paragraphs. Uh, yeah, it's a continuum. I don't see them as discrete entities. Does it get any easier to, to write your novels? Have you developed a process over the no, no, it gets harder. It gets harder. Possibly to do with expectations, possibly to do with self-esteem. Um, yeah, no, I find it gets harder. And, and you're getting older and you're running out of lifetime and you think, can I keep investing? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, I'm just talking about myself. I am getting older I, and I, I, I don't know... When I start a writing project, it'll take a lot of time if um, it's going to work and it's not good for my health sitting around so much stewing, stewing um, with story. Do you have a, a ritual around your writing? Or? No, I try and be flexible. It's about, I, uh, in one way or another, I chain myself to the desk, lock yeah. the door and chain myself to the desk. Yeah. X number of hours or a certain number of words per session. Now that varies, but I need to exercise. I do a lot of cycling. Yeah. Possibly for similar reasons, it, it, it takes the, uh, my nervous energy, it takes the edge off it. 
easier to mellow and get and dwell, and also you can process things when you're in that sort of rhythm of exertion. I think. Do you think um, writing craft can be learned, or is storytelling just like a talented musician a gift? Well, it's both. I mean, writing craft can be learned. You can analyse. You can develop a repertoire from which to draw. You can uh, respect and admire the craftsmanship of others. But there is an X factor as well involved. And there's possibly there's uh, a work ethic in there, and a, perhaps without being immodest. A degree of um, courage or risk, and often that's where the most energy is. Uh, oh, oh, I don't want to go there. Um, that's the place to go. Thank, Thank you, Kim. Thanks for taking the time. It's a pleasure. And that was Kim Scott. Great talking to him on the ebook revolution podcast over at the Ubud Writers and Readers and Festival. And we've got a whole bunch more coming up for you in the next few months, as well as. Um, some other great stuff. As usual, to get um, the full transcript of the podcast, uh, pop over to ebookrevolutionpodcast.com and um, just have a look. Uh, this podcast episode will be the, the the one that's pinned on the front page, but if you're coming to the show later, just simply search Kim Scott and it will come up. And on the podcast notes, of course, is uh, all the links to uh, Kim's books and you can um, go and purchase them. I highly recommend uh, Taboo particularly. That's it for me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Ebook Revolution podcast, episode 25, and talking to Kim Scott. Uh, remember to get the show notes at um, ebookrevolutionpodcast.com. Just go to the website and get the full show notes, transcript, and everything else you need. That's it for me this week. Hope you enjoy your writing the next month. See you next month. I'm Jeff Hughes from the Ebook Revolution podcast. Keep writing. Keep writing.